This is The Regeneration Show. So it's Dave Adams here on Rhubarb Radio with a brand new feature we're doing every month, which is going to be called The Regeneration Show. So much happening around the Wakefield district to bring new ideas forward. I'm joined with Mark Lynham, who's Corporate Director of Regeneration and Economic Growth, and also Kevin Trickett, who's the Interim Chair of Wakefield High Street Task Force and President of the Wakefield Civic Society. Gentlemen, welcome to Rhubarb Radio. Hello. Hello. Great to have you in the studio for this very first show. And as I say, it's something that is so important that we get out to people across the Wakefield District that in times of gloom and doom and economic problems that we have, actually, here in the Wakefield District, there is so much happening regeneration-wise. So much so, this is why we're doing this monthly show now. And Mark, I want to start with yourself because there's a very exciting plan for the old Westgate station. People remember that. And there is a plan for development of the Westgate station the old station now mark tell us more so the old westgate station has a fond place in everybody's memories in in wakefield but since the new westgate station was built about 10 years ago it's kind of been forgotten about it's very much hidden behind a number of other buildings down on westgate but um, there's a massive regeneration opportunity down there not least because it's adjacent to an east coast mainline station Um, so as part of the council's city centre master plan which we adopted last year we're looking to focus on a number of things in the city centre not least making it an attractive place where people can not only work and shop but live and play as well and one of the big things that's been missing from Wakefield for a number of years now is a high quality hotel offer we have got great visitor attractions not only in the city centre with the Hepworth for example but wider afield with the Sculpture Park and uh, over the next 12 months we'll see the former Rutland Mills coming forward there's a new tower yard development so we are seeing a greater interest in Wakefield from a visitor economy perspective uh, but we lack a high quality hotel offer so sure. people can come visit and play spend the money in the hotels and you know in the restaurants and Absolutely. the bars so what, what the council has been doing uh, since the station was closed in 2013, we've been working with Network Rail to acquire the old Westgate railway station. And we've earmarked that for a hotel as alongside a high quality office development as well, because we right. think that's going to be particularly attractive to the market, given its location next of to the course, East Coast yeah. mainline. So uh, what we're planning on doing shortly once the acquisition is completed is we're going to go out there, test the market, see what interest there is out there from the hotel market. And once we've ascertained the kind of level of interest, uh, we'll put it out to tender, uh, advertise for a developer and we'll take it forward. So hopefully over the next 12 months or so, we'll see quite a bit more activity happening down there people might see some hoardings going up demonstrate that actually the council's intervening in that area wanting to bring forward it for regeneration so i think some really exciting things are going to happen shortly well i think post-covid cities have had to reinvent themselves haven't they there's this huge change from certainly the shopping side which we know has been hit hard so cities have now had to look at the leisure side hotels are obviously like you say so important but also for the business community and let's be honest next to westgate station as well a major gateway into the city center it's got to be a good thing is there a time scale in terms of taking this idea forward so um the the acquisition and part of the development will be funded through the government's towns fund so uh, that has a 
finite timescale attached to it. So we would need to see this development happen over the next three years. But we're keen to get on with this. We feel that there is interest in the market. We've already started to engage with a few interested parties just to test the water somewhat. So I think the opportunity is is there and it's there now. So Mm. we're keen over the next 12 months to get out there, do that soft market testing and and, uh, kind of see who's interested. You've talked about offices as well. Mm. And I would have thought that would be a fantastic opportunity again, right next to the station and also bringing people back into the city centre to work again. Yeah, but maybe slightly different way. uh, But but certainly bringing people back into the city centre also important. Yeah, without a doubt, because you know, as, we, as you've quite rightly said, the way people use city and town centres has changed quite dramatically. So there isn't that footfall coming in, particularly at weekends anymore. So mm. shops, restaurants, uh, but also the retail that is there does rely on weekday footfall. And if more people are working mm. in the city centre, sure. then that inevitably will help the retailers, the bars, restaurants yeah. uh, as a result. Bring of it all back into yeah. the city centre. Kevin, your thoughts on this very exciting development. Where do you see it going? Well, uh, wearing both my hats as uh, acting chair of the High Street Task Force and president of the Civic Society, we're really uh, keen to see this development happen. Wakefield suffers from not having quality hotel in the city centre. In my role as Civic Society president, I sometimes organise events where I bring people from across the region uh, or even further afield from around the country. And it's really difficult trying to organise logistics when the hotels that sure. people stay in are actually outside the city centre. Mm. Going back further, in a previous job, I used to organise conferences. Yeah. And I would have loved to have brought that business to Wakefield, but I couldn't because we just don't have those that sort of hotel. So mm. it's, it's it's an exciting prospect mm. and with wanting to make Wakefield a visitor destination, you've got to have somewhere for people to stay. You can't come to an event late at night and then find yourself marooned in the city with nowhere to go and no public transport because sure. by midnight everything stops running. So there's got to be somewhere where people can go and stay overnight and maybe explore the wider uh, city and wider district at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. And of course for business meetings as well to have again in the city centre. So it just it covers so many different areas and it's very exciting to see the council realising this and having that site has got to be absolutely perfect. Very, very fortunate um, so we can only wait and see but as you say things are starting to move forward hopefully what you will see as you come past the station as you get into Westgate in the next uh, maybe year or two to start to see developments take place and with that the office element as well could be part of it but I think the starting point like you say is the hotel then yeah so Kevin Interestingly, as president of the Wakefield Civic Society, you know a little bit about the history of this part of town. It's got great history to it. Tell us a bit more about it. Well, Westgate is one of Wakefield's three principal medieval streets, and the buildings around where the station is today are Georgian. The site includes a Georgian townhouse, Pemberton House, built in 1752. There's the Westgate Chapel, also from about 1752. Right. And then the other side of Back Lane, adjacent to the new station, is the Orange, which dates from around 1800. Yeah. Yeah. So getting the design of the new hotel and office development right is going to be key because it has to be sympathetic to its surroundings. Absolutely. Now, interesting, then, I'm going to throw something at you here. When was the original Westgate station opened? Any idea? 
1857. <laughs> I knew you would know it. I knew you would know yeah. it. Was it, it 1857? Yeah, it, the, the, the viaduct and the bridge that goes across Westgate yeah. were built by the uh, West Riding and Grimsby Railway Line, who wanted a shorter, more direct route to Leeds. Because right. previously the route was by Kirgit Station yeah. around the outside, yeah. uh, the outskirts of the district. Uh, so this was a shorter route, and they built the embankment, the viaduct, the bridge. But the original Westgate Station was on the opposite side of Westgate, oh. in a former Georgian house that was just converted for station use. Right. In 1967, they cleared the land and the site to build a new Westgate station. Yeah. Uh, that was built in the Italian style. Mm-hmm. And then in around about 1967, that was demolished and replaced with a sort of modern British Railways station. Yeah. And then, of course, in 2012-13, we've got the new station. Mm-hmm. But parts of the original 1867 station is still there on platform two. That's really interesting. Now, Kergate was before Westgate then, was it? Kergate was uh, 1850 and the current buildings, all the ones that remain from the original, are 1854. You see, the Regeneration Show is all about history of Wakefield as well. Kevin, that's really interesting. Thank you. Okay. So exciting things happening at the old Westgate railway station. Stay tuned for more. As I say, this show every month will give you updates on that as it moves forward. But it's not just in the city centre. No, Regeneration Wakefield Council is all about the district. And next, we're talking to Mark about the Streets for People Road being developed in Pontefract. This is the Regeneration Show with Wakefield Council. Featuring exciting new developments and projects to enhance the lives of people right across the Wakefield district. So it's Dave Adams here on the very first Regeneration Show, all about regeneration across the Wakefield district. And I'm with Mark Lynham and Kevin Trickett talking about all these wonderful developments. And we're heading away from Wakefield City Centre now. We're going down the road to Pontefract. And Mark, we're going to have a chat now about the first Streets for People Road being created in Pontefract. Tell us more about that. So this is this is really exciting and, and something I'm personally quite passionate about because it's about how we redesign our urban spaces particularly about reclaiming road space for pedestrians so horse fair is a historic road in pontefract which connects the market square town hall with the castle and you could as a visitor to pontefract you could be forgiven for going to the market square go to the town hall seeing kind of historic former market town and then walking down to the castle and feeling slightly underwhelmed by the journey you will have to take Mm. and given it's a historic street actually over many years it's developed in different ways cars have taken over the street scene has become rather neglected and uh, it's only a short walk between the two and the council identified that we needed to intervene there we need we could do far better than, than the street scene currently offers so uh, working with the West Yorkshire Combined Authority, we put forward Horse Fair as one of five streets across West Yorkshire for the Streets for People funding. And this is funding which enables us to repurpose a lot of the street scene. So move away from a car-dominated street scene to one which is far more pedestrian-friendly but also supports cyclists as well. But the thing which I'm particularly passionate about and particularly interested about is the opportunity to bring in urban greening into the uh, mm. into the environment. Sure. So rather than the kind of traditional approach from councils, which is if you want to green an area, you put a planter there. Mm. 
actually there is so much more we can do with that so what the horse fair scheme is going to do is actually build in sustainable urban drainage systems into the actual footprint and and, and fabric of the the street itself to make a far more attractive welcoming environment for people in that area not pe- only people who are visiting but actually people who live there work there as sure. well so the scheme's due to start this year will be delivered uh, approximately within 12 months and I think people will, will see a massive difference there uh, as soon as that work is completed. So it's really taking the town centre and just giving it a real good spruce up and making it more attractive like you say for people when they come into Pontefract and, and that will happen over the next 12 months. Just looking at those areas again then, so North Baileygate obviously is one of the main areas around Horsefair, Finkel Street and such like. Is this going to mean there's going to be a lot of disruption in the town centre when it's being developed? Uh, obviously we're really keen to minimise that, not only for residents but businesses in particular sure. in that area so keeping the traffic movement and flow going uh, is going to be critical. So we're, we're looking at that at the moment to, to make sure we can manage those issues but inevitably uh, transformational projects like this require it, it a degree it. of description yeah, of course, of you course. Know, yeah. but it will absolutely be worth it in the end uh, as soon as people see the visuals and see the uh, what's going to happen there, That I, I'm definitely confident they'll see the benefits of that. And interestingly, I can just see this now, a new taxi rank, uh, more disabled parking will be provided, always something that's needed as well, yeah? Yeah, without a doubt. And, you know, the road will be upgraded with a range of safety features, 20 mile an hour speed limit, one way system across uh, Finkel Street from the bus station towards Morrison, safer road crossing, cycle lanes, wider pavements. So, yeah, all of those changes will happen at the same time. Exciting times in Pontefract. Stay tuned to The Regeneration Show and we'll give you updates as that's happening and obviously when it is done, we'll be able to feature that on the show as well. Mark, we're going to be talking next about the shop improvement grant schemes, particularly in Nottingley. Very exciting opportunities that are taking place to improve the Nottingley area and particularly the town centre. And we're going to be doing that next. This is The Regeneration Show with Wakefield Council. Featuring exciting new developments and projects to enhance the lives of people right across the Wakefield district. So Dave Adams here on the brand new Regeneration Show here on Rhubarb Radio every month all about so many exciting schemes that are taking place across the Wakefield district. And I've got Mark here with me now talking about Nottingley because we're going around the district. And Nottingley, interestingly, has had this wonderful opportunity of the Shop Improvement Grant Scheme. And Mark, we want to know more about this scheme and how it's helping businesses and helping the look of Nottingley Town Centre. So I I think um, the way you've described it there is exactly the reason why we rolled this scheme out in 2019 in Nottingley. Um, It's generally recognised that we need to find different ways in which to attract people to come into our city and town centres, very much like the conversation we had about Wakefield earlier. The same issue applies in Nottingley as it does across a range of other town centres in the district, which is how do we create attractive places for people to come and want to shop and spend the money ultimately? And one of those challenges is how we improve the look of our shops themselves because people want to go and shop and spend the money in places which are attractive, look nice, uh, and which draw them in. And we do recognise it's more relevant than ever over the last 12 months with uh, inflationary pressures that businesses are facing that the council can genuinely help them 
to support them to invest in their premises to to make them more attractive and, and entice people in so in 2019, we, we launched the Nottingley Grant Scheme, which has been hugely successful. It generated a combined investment, both from the council and the money that businesses put in themselves of 133000 Well, Mark, one company who has benefited from the scheme in Nottingley is Skinworks Tattoos. And I spoke to the owner, Jan Lawrence, a little earlier today to see how it had helped his business. Let's have a listen to what he said. Uh, when we applied for the grant, originally, or a couple of years ago now, I think it was, I heard a few of the local businesses over the road, they actually got it uh, because a few of their premises that they had looked a bit run down. And when they told me that you can get, like, a new sign, you can get, I think, shutters, uh, new shop windows. At the time, our shop, we'd never really done much to it. But we decided if we can put the grant in, the council's willing to put towards it, why not? The main part about it is, is, is looks. We've got a nice new sign up. The shop front's got a double door on now. And also for the customers that are in there, because we had single glazed windows before and it's been like that for years. And it's quite, it is quite a lot of money to change single pane windows to double glazing. Also, it keeps the heat in so the customers that are in are happy because they stay warm. It's just overall, it just makes your shop look a lot better, I think, you know. If someone's willing to help towards make your business better, then why not do it, you know? Because to do the things on your own, it, it is a lot of money. You know, if you were just one person by yourself and you had to lay out for a new set of windows and doors and a sign, you're talking quite a lot of money. So if the council's willing to help you, then I'd definitely recommend it. For the local area, it's always been a little bit run down as, as the high street here. And I think by spending that little bit of money on the shop, it just makes it look so much more welcoming. You know, there's a lot of cars that drive straight through, not only. Uh, and at the minute, we've got a lot of traffic on so there's constantly traffic parked up. So they're always just, the only thing you can do is look and when you see a nice new shop front, it's just inviting for everyone. It makes the area look a lot cleaner. It's just helped us build the business to what it is really today. You know, it makes it a lot better as a business if you've got a nice shop front, doesn't it? You know, anyone who's, because we're a tattoo student, anyone who's looking to get a tattoo, it looks inviting because it's a nice, we've got, a, like I say, a nice shop front. All the wind we've got two win windows and doors now either side whereas before we only had one so overall it's helped us a hell of a lot because it just looks really nice you know and for the price that it should have been that's why i'd always recommend to get a grant if there's one possible because to do it on your own it would cost a lot of money well mark great to hear that the grant that jan got made such a difference to his shop front and the way that he's now trading jan's example is a is a great example of where the council's investment has helped him support the growth of his business, which has enabled him to take on further premises. So fantastic result all round. Absolutely. And you could see from what Jan was saying how that has helped him with the new windows and signage and such like. And in fact, what happened? He started to get more people through the door, that people are actually saying how much better it looks. And obviously his, his new shop, he's done exactly the same and got a grant as well. Is that grant funding still available? So what we've done, we've learnt from what we've done in Nottingley mm. and decided to expand it elsewhere. Okay. Because I said earlier that there's clearly demand out there and what we're, what we're currently offering across a range of areas. So we've got a targeted scheme on Bread Street in Wakefield. Yeah. Uh, a targeted scheme on Sega Street in, in Castleford. We're also looking at Osset, South Emsall, South Kirby and Moorthorpe as well. And shop owners in those areas can apply for a maximum grant of up to 10,000. We're going to 
provide 80% of the cost of the works right. they want to do. Um, it can be used for repairing, restoring upper and lower facades, windows, as, as Jan spoke about, particularly hmm. given the fact that energy prices are going through the yeah, roof of still. Course. Um, of course. The more we can do to make sure we reduce costs in that way while also improving the look and feel of the property, then even better. Hmm. So, you know, anything to do with improving the upper floors, painting walls, canopies, gantry signage, internal refits, all of that is in scope. So we're we're happy to be very flexible in terms of what the businesses need. Particularly Bread Street right here in Wakefield City Centre. I'm going to bring Kevin back in now. Kevin, tell us a bit more. There's some real history around Bread Street, isn't there? Again, Bread Street goes back to medieval Wakefield. Um, originally it was the bread booths if you walk down there in ah, the 16th 17th century yeah. you would have found timber frame buildings with open fronts over which uh, traders were selling bread um, right. so bread booths uh, give us the bread street the buildings have been redeveloped but there's still a lot of history there some of those buildings do go back you can see elements of the, the timber frames are still visible and of course next to bread street there's cross square yeah, which was uh, from, from there you would find the, the shambles where the butchers were and then going off the bull ring there was the fish shambles mm. and then silver street again all in that area was originally the leather booths where there were leather workers oh, and okay. later it was jewelers so silver mm-hmm. street yeah so the the, the the clue is in the title if you like it yeah. gives it gives light to the to the history of the street so yeah. to bring these buildings back to life because I think some of the businesses have turned their backs on Bread Street. They open mm. onto Cross Square or to Little Westgate. We, we need to see some investment in the quality of the fabric of the buildings yes. to reinstate some of the shop fronts and some of the... I mean, they weren't all shops, but some of, the, some of the heritage fronts to make it an attractive place to wander as a route from the top of Westgate down through to the cathedral and vice versa. It's fantastic, isn't it, to see them come alive again, like you say, with so much history, Indeed. so much history there. So, again, coming away from uh, Wakefield City Centre, South Emsall, uh, South Kirby and Morth, Thorpe actually looking at the information mark here that was launched in November 2022 and 22 businesses have applied so there's real interest there isn't there? Without a doubt you know that's that's exactly what we expected to see really because after we did the Nottingley scheme um, there was clear evidence out there with other businesses coming forward saying when you're going to offer the same support to us and certainly, as you said, down at South Emsall, South Kirby and Moorthorpe, there is 22 businesses that have already come forward. Mm. And we only launched it, what, two months ago Yeah, exactly. So, it's fantastic. So we expect that interest to only increase. Yeah, of course. Horbury, interesting one, 35 businesses, uh, best so far. In a small town like Horbury, and, you know, great town, well, great town, um, that's fantastic, isn't it? It's a big percentage of the town centre businesses. Oh, absolutely. It must be a very high percentage. Mm. You know, there's already some in Horbury particularly. We are very blessed in terms of um, the high street there is actually quite vibrant. It is. Um, it's got some um, quite nice historic looking buildings already there. And uh, we see our investment only going into kind of support and enhance what's already there. So, yeah, fantastic interest. Already. Fantastic. The same in Osset. I look at the yeah. grant scheme in Osset, 29 expressions of interest. You say more to come. And in Castleford, Sagar Street. So this is another area of the town centre that you're looking to develop. And in Sagar Street, there are are 20 businesses interested. So right across the district, you're putting funding in there to help local businesses to rejuvenate themselves. Yeah, there's still opportunities for businesses then to contact yourselves to be added to the list. How would they do that? So absolutely. Uh, All they need to do is 
contact us. We we have been out and about and tried to right. contact people already, so uh, they may have the information already available. But if they go on the Wakefield Council website, search for the regeneration section, there will be information available there to, to let them know how they can apply and who they need to speak to. Excellent. Exciting things happening across Wakefield District. Uh, Mark, Kevin, thanks very much for coming into Rhubarb Radio. I know you'll be back in the next few months giving us updates and we'll look forward to those. Wakefield Council is creating exciting new regeneration developments and projects to enhance the lives of people right across the Wakefield district. For regular updates, subscribe to wakefieldfirst.com slash regen updates and listen to the Regeneration Show every month on Rhubarb Radio.